Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Or welcome to the kingdom if it is your first episode. I'm so excited for this episode. We recorded this last night over FaceTime, so excuse the, you know, sounds like we're on the phone because we are. <laughs> but this episode is with my good friend Jerome Boating. He has been very influential in my walk with Christ in my life decision making you know a lot of things i go to him for a lot of things you guys have actually heard his voice on a podcast because one time i was going through a super rough time and i was on the phone with him and he had such good things to say so i recorded it and put it in an episode i don't know if you remember but yeah this is my friend jerome we talk about his past life or as he calls it his alien invasion Jerome used to be a super duper, como se dice, F-boy, player, swagger guy, all the girls crying over him. (laughs) He used to be, yes, he used to be Mr. Player. In fact, they nicknamed him Lucifer because of how many girls he hurt, you know, but This episode, we get to see his side of the story because I've heard a bunch of stories about that time in his life. And since then, he has been born again, you know, back to Christ, all that. But in this episode, we talk about his life prior Christ, you know, all he was doing, his view on girls, how, you know, he got that nickname, just everything that led up to him being this guy that everyone hated but everyone wanted and it's super interesting it's also interesting to hear like a former f boys you know look on things and see how his thought process was he also gives a lot of advice to us girls on how to avoid getting hurt and getting played because low-key we tend to do it to ourselves and we set expectations for a boy when He doesn't want to live up to them. So I love this episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah, here's my friend Jerome. Hi guys, welcome to the kingdom. (laughs) This is your host, the one and only King Kor. Okay, Jerome, welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Isn't it a lovely place to be? It sure is. Yes, 100%. What a lovely day to be able to be awake, to be alive, and to be a, a part of the kingdom. Yes, amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, everybody... This is Jerome Boatin. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm going to do no. a little... <laughs> no? <laughs> well, you can't say no because this p- episode is all going to be about you. So... Um, well, you gave me an option. If you give me an option, I'll, take, I'll choose the most comfortable one. That's true. That's true. But if you don't challenge yourself, will you ever move in life? Oh, definitely. <laughs> My... <laughs> 
Oh, definitely. I can move on life without without a challenge. Really? Oh yeah. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I do. You know, I was born with uh two private jets. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> so I think I think it's very 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 quite possible. That that you can just go anywhere in life, huh? Oh, definitely. As long as my father in heaven is there watching down on me, mm -hmm. everything is possible. Wow. Amazing. I'm very happy for you. That I'm you're, happy able for to, you're able to live a life like this. <laughs> okay, so Jerome recently started school again, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just started again. Um, where did you go before? Before, I went to um, UMass Dartmouth. Okay. And now yeah. you're going to a Bible school. Yeah, right now I'm in a Bible college. Uh, it's called North Point. Mm, and what are you going for? I'm trying to get a uh, degree in pastoral ministry, but I'm uh, thinking of doing a double and then getting uh, religious counseling as well. Ooh, okay. I like religious counseling. Yeah. So what, like a therapist, but like a Christian therapist? Yes, yes. Yes. So many of that is needed, Jerome. Like, yeah. a lot of Christian therapists are needed. Yeah, because most people, most most therapists out there, no no um shade or anything to tell therapists out there, but most therapists out there, some people, um, some Christians deal with spiritual things that they don't really understand. Yeah. And, but like if they if you go to a religious therapist who understands the things of the spirit, then they'll be able to help you much much better than somebody that doesn't understand the spiritual aspect. So right. yeah. Um, is that what you always wanted to do in life? Um, I knew, so, I knew that, um, so when I was a kid, I wanted to be a FBI agent. Okay. <laughs> at, first, at first, I wanted to be a lawyer, and uh -huh. then I wanted to be an FBI agent, but those were all, like, distant dreams. It's like, it was just a little kid, you know, I, you know, I just, it wasn't, it wasn't serious. Mm -hmm. And even when I was, even to the point of when I was in college, when I was going to school, um, my my uh, major then was criminal justice with philosophy, because I wanted to go into the uh, law. Mm. But even then, I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. Even to that point, I knew I was. That's what the the direction I was going in. But I don't know if I make sense. But I didn't really know like exactly if, where it would lead like, you. I, yeah, I didn't know if it was gonna like actually happen. Like, but. With this, which is the religious counseling and the uh, pastor or whatever, I know I have a calling. I know God has called me. And when I sit down and I assess myself and I think of God, like what gift has God given me that I like I could use mm -hmm. in this real life world? It's counseling. For real, Jerome. It's counseling. So I just, I just feel like everything happens for a reason. And me choosing this path is, you know, it's, wow. it'll work best with my gift and it'll work best for me. Wow. And as long as I'm doing something that I'm comfortable and I love doing, then yeah. Wow. Jerome, I could not think of a more, like, perfect job for you, for real. Mm. Because, honestly, though, like, he is the go-to person for, like, anything. Literally. Hey. <laughs> okay, not anything. But Macho, don't come to me for money. <laughs> no, go to him for money, too. Literally anything. Cars, money, houses. As he said, he was born with two private jets, so, you know, he's loaded. I'm loaded. I'm loaded. Amen. No, but for Amen. real, though, Jerome is like, okay, I don't like gassing you up too much, you know. I'm, I'm, it's okay. I put my phone uh, somewhere. You can talk. I'll <laughs>
Yeah, mute me, mute me, mute me. <laughs> but Jerome has like been able to pull me out of like so many dark places, like a couple times, and even not not even like mental stuff, but even stuff with like you know boys and like crazy stuff, friendships, like very good advice, like so much wisdom, you know. And it's not just like yeah, it's not just physical wisdom; it's spiritual. Holy Spirit, biblical wisdom, always. And, like, now that now that you say that, like, I can see that that's your gift. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, like, so you didn't see yourself doing anything like this, like, let's say, four, four three years ago? No, four years, no, no. Okay. Um, and this podcast mainly... I we just I just want to talk about your, you know, Jesus story, uh, life doing one eighty story, you know, coming to Christ story, because <laughs> it's my favorite story of all time. Oh because, God! <laughs> please, because please, I wasn't that bad. No, no, no. Okay, you are you sure? <laughs> oh God! Just kidding. You weren't that bad. You weren't that, that bad. Yeah. You weren't that bad. You were chill. That was that was the that wasn't me. That was Did you know that, that wasn't me. So this is what happened. Like okay. aliens actually got me and um <laughs> aliens they, um, put me to um cryostasis and then they put me to sleep and then somebody else was the one that was doing all those things. So that person wasn't me. So you were possessed. <laughs> I wasn't possessed. That wasn't me. That was a different body. Okay. That was a- yeah, now I'm different. So, now I resurrected. I'm back. Ah, so yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So aliens invented you and did all that stuff, and mm-hmm. and now you're back. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm back. Yeah. I mean, okay, I get it. So, I yeah, feel yeah, you. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I feel so anybody you. that tells you that Jerome was doing this, no, no, that was that was, <laughs> that, was the, that was a different one. That was that was the other Jerome. Yes, that was a different That's problem. so funny because, okay, yeah, you weren't that bad, but you did do a, a, a couple naughty things. And it's funny because the first time I ever heard of Jerome was because my friend liked you. <laughs> and, okay, this podcast is real, okay? N- no names, but we're just going to yeah, say no the names. real stuff. Yeah, my no friend names. liked you. But you were giving her a hard time, Jerome. I, I, I don't. They find a hard time, you know. They find a hard <laughs> Honestly, time. Honestly, it's true because looking back, first of all, we were young. Yeah. But also, like girls, we kind of do it to ourselves sometimes. Most times. <laughs> most. <laughs> most times, because all I would hear about this guy named Jerome, I didn't even know what you looked like. But she would always be like, oh, Jerome is not responding to my text, but he's so cute. And I saw him last weekend, and we did this and this and this. (laughs) We we did this and this and this. And now he's not responding to my text message. And I I was like, F that guy. Carol's my nemesis. Yes, I actually hated you. I was like, oh. I heard about, I heard about you too. Yeah. You know? What did you hear? I heard about you too. I didn't like you. Why? Because ah, you're giving her good advice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, stop talking to him. Leave him alone. Like, he's not worth your time. 
blah, 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 blah. And every time I'm like, ah, who's this Jerome kid that keeps, like, I keep hearing about. And then, but luckily I met you when the aliens had left. Yes. And you were back to your real self. You were back to your real self. So that's my luck, you know? Because I didn't really have a bad impression when we met. So. It was aliens. It was was me. Yeah. So, I want to talk about that, okay? Okay. You want to talk about that? Yeah, let's go. All right, cool. You you can talk. So, what were you. I want to know three things. I want to know mm-hmm. alien Jerome, mm-hmm. and then, and then how the aliens left, mm-hmm. and who you are now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and then I'll have questions along the way. So, alien the alien Jerome when yeah. they captured me, um, yeah, <laughs> it was very very terrifying because I was myself, mm-hmm. but I wasn't myself. Okay, you know. So it's like I was there somewhere, but I really wasn't there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't my intention to be, you know, that type of bad guy, you know. It it was just like when I was in high school, um, I used to, I was good. When I was in high school, I was good. I was even in a relationship in high school Mm -hmm. for like a, that was almost like a a year worth relationship. And I was good. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, bad or anything like that. And I remember, I remember high school, I used to like get mad. When people, when I like, I used to like get mad when I saw that like my friends were like drinking, going to parties, because I'd never gone to a party before. Mm. And when I heard, when I come to school and I hear that they went to parties, like, oh, these people, hmm. they, they like their kids. And I couldn't believe it, like kids drinking, kids doing this. Yeah. And I, it, it was, you know, it was very surprising to me. So it's like when I graduated um, high school, that's when the, that relationships had ceased that I was in. And everybody was like, you know, like, hyping me up to you know i'm about to go to college i'm about to do this do this do this and then i remember the first the first party that i went to mm-hmm. or the first time i ever drank alcohol was at a semi mm-hmm. semi-formal that. Uh, what happened semi-formal semi-formal yes oh, okay. it was at a semi in my uh high school and my friends went to the car i just i just took a sip because i was like I see, I say this to make it clear. I'm not shy. I'm introverted. Okay. You know, so I'm an introvert. So I don't really like, and then I don't really like attention like that. And mm-hmm. so, my um, at that time there was this girl that showed interest in me, yeah. and I wanted to like dance, but I didn't have like I didn't like attention, and I'm introverted yeah. first of all, and I've never danced before. So like I didn't, you know. So I went outside with them, took the alcohol and it became like a confidence booster whatever it is so i went back in and then that was the first time i ever danced with a girl that was lasted like at least 10 seconds wow (laughs) (laughs) and i i i remember like going home even then till the next week that memory was still in my head Mm. you know and um from there i graduated and then we started like you know started going to parties and then me and my me and three of my other friends we decided to be we made this group where we um we started we became like party hostess okay how come so, why whose idea was it it really was um 
one of my we just kind of we just talked one of my friends it was it was like one girl and like three guys okay. so she mostly had the plan and we just you know we were all just close so we all just decided you know and so we just made that plan happen we did our first party mm-hmm. we all put our money into it and then when we put our money to it when we after the first party when we met up to like split the profits i realized that damn this could be really we could really make money from this party ah. thing and so let's keep doing it and so we kept on doing parties and um and then i went to college and then i went to college and i went to college when i got to college so you can stop me anytime if you have any questions yeah yeah so i got to, i got to college and um i had two roommates you know and they were also party people no names but they were also party people mm-hmm. and we'd always go to party like first week we got there we're, we're all we're looking for is party we're looking for girls i didn't mean and to be quite on to be honest i had better options of colleges to go to yeah. i'm not gonna lie and you went had, to the most party school yes that's <laughs> what i was looking for because i hadn't really i hadn't really been like you know from for someone that's been caged for so long because even when i was high school i was like i couldn't leave my house to go certain places and things like that yeah. so for someone that had been caged for so long once i had that freedom I just took it and then run wild with it. Mm-hmm. And then I based my whole college, like, I chose the college based on the party, you know, the type of party that they had or whatever it is. Yeah. So uh, I decided to, you know, just say, okay, I'm going to go to UMass Dartmouth because it's a party school and it's far away from my my, my house or whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. I could have gone to schools for free. I could have, I had options to go to school for free. I wasn't, I wasn't dumb. You know, wow! Yeah, I, I had options to go to some schools for free, but I said no. I want a party school. Really? Mm. Wow! And so it made me, and then I choose, and then um, I got there, and then that's where the aliens captured me. <laughs> yeah, that's where the aliens captured me, and then from there, I just you know, you know how college is, especially for for me that was locked up and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hey, not locked up in prison, but please, people, if you're just hopping in now, I didn't say locked up in prison. I was just locked, locked up, up in my house. Yeah, yeah, sheltered. Yes. Sheltered. Yeah, please. a lot of kids go into college like that, though. Like college yeah. is really the first true sense of quote unquote freedom. Yes, and so they don't know how to handle it, mm-hmm. which is why I, I, you know, if. If I ever become a parent or whatever it is, I, I think I will learn from my experience and then go about it differently. Because yeah. not, not that you you lock them up now or like you give them too much freedom, but like you could they, you could have a way to go about it where when they on your own they could have sense. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have any sense mm. when I got and I was whatever I didn't have any sense. And then from someone that got um got like could have gone to some colleges for free, when I got there I didn't care about my books, I didn't care about my education. I don't care about the what's the next when's the next party? <laughs> no like, way. Up the street and then and it's like um the first and it's like this so the first the first month or whatever it is mm-hmm. we met this I met I met some other people and then we met some other people and we, one of them was a DJ mm-hmm. and he was good so we went to one party we DJed that he DJed he was good so he had from then on was every party that happened in the apartments whatever they called him mm-hmm. and so because we know because we're with him we're close with him every party that he went to we were in there even though we were freshmen wow and so we had we had access and then I knew some people too that were in the school that were like like we could say big guys on campus mm-hmm because they were they went to my um, high school and I was they were friends with me whatever it is and so you could just imagine 
just imagine you stand in the cold to enter into a building, like enter into a party, mm-hmm. and then we just walk up. And you just walk in. <laughs> like the big, yeah, so you can just imagine what kind of like airheaded guy was. Yeah. You know, everybody's standing in line, and then we just walk past everybody, get to the front of the line, they let us in. Mm. But like celebrities, basically. Ego boost. Yes, we felt like celebrities, and mm. so and then when the girls see that too, girls get you know, girls could lie and say, oh, they're not interested in things like that, but when they see that, it it's something in their head turns on. Oh, hundred percent. They're like, mm, what's going on? Who are they? Or whatever it is, and then they start to be curious. And for me, like this, I consider myself as a very very mysterious guy. That's that's the type of person that I want people to see me as mysterious, right? I think so it I works. Like, you think what? I think it works. Yeah, I think it works. I think the mysteriousness works because uh, um, most girls, like, if, you know, if a guy is too, like, they know everything about somebody, yeah. then it's like nothing will pique your interest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I made myself like very, quiet, like, cool, like, calm, un- collected. Un- unapproachable, approachable, mm. but it's like you don't know too much. You don't know anything about me. You don't know anything. Yeah. But it just keeps your curiosity going on. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I did it on purpose. I think it was just, it's just part of my nature to be very mysterious. I think even so. with my friends, they all complain. Even with my friends, my guy friends, they all complain that like they don't know anything about me, whatever it is. Because <laughs> you don't talk, about. Jerome. Huh? You don't talk. Yes, I don't. <laughs> I don't talk. But if you come talk to me, I can talk to you. Like it's like if people, like, I don't come to people with my problems or like yeah. or go to like open up to people. Yeah, it's always people coming to me to open up and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so you find out that I know more about people than they know about me. Yeah, that's true. Yes, and some girls, you know how girls like to vet and things like that. So it's like I was really, especially in high school, I was really good with like like the counseling thing, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and um. I knew I know at a certain point my even my guy friends used to not like me in high school because they said oh I talked I just like I just because of the relationship I had I had with the girls because mm. some of them maybe somebody could like this girl but then you know I'm closer to the girl and it's like it was just a whole bunch a whole mess mm. but you're know, back to the college script so um what exactly did you want to know because I've said I've said. Up to when I got possessed. Yeah. Let me not say possessed. Please, it's just a joke. Up to when I got to college. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I have a question. One, how much did you make from that first party? That first party, I made a profit of, I think, $600. Wow. And I put $200 in it. No way. Yeah. Wow. So I can see how, as a freshman... Yeah. You could be like, oh, let's keep doing this to make more money. Yeah, that, that was like my like summer of high school. That wasn't the first week. That was my summer of high school. Oh, so you weren't even in college yet? Mm-mm. Sheesh. But when I got to, when I got to college, I um stopped. I stopped. They continued and did a couple more parties, but I stopped. You stopped putting money into it, but you kept going. Yeah, I, I, stopped, I stopped investing into it. I okay. stopped, you know, because I Why? was more focused on, you know. The girls. Me because they were doing... Yeah, see the girls. <laughs> they, were, they used to do the parties in Worcester and things mm-hmm. like that, and I was more focused on the parties in my, I, like my surroundings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, girls, girls, they, and then you know, I you meet this girl, and you know, it's college. You know, it's college. I wasn't. I didn't intend to be that much of a bad guy person. Okay. So see. Okay. Here's where I have a question. Because when okay. you, say, you, you said you said bad guy a couple of times. 
And you're like, oh, I used to be good in high school, and then I d- became a bad. What is a bad guy? Like, what, what, what made you a bad guy? What made me a bad guy? A bad guy <laughs> for me would be, especially, well, now that I am reborn in Christ, mm-hmm. a bad guy would be anything that's not Christ-like, you know? Okay. So it's like, um, a bad guy is somebody that um, doesn't know their purpose, doesn't know where they're going. First off, first off, mm-hmm. and um, somebody that for me, I, I, I don't even know if I should say play girls mm-hmm. because to be to be honest and be technical, I didn't really. I don't think I played <laughs> any girl. You, you don't know? think you played any girl? I don't think I played any girl. But okay, like, so what like, do, what do you call what what were you doing? Just they, talking to multiple girls at once and making them like you and then treating them like they were special, but then they weren't to you. But but ma'am, listen to this. <laughs> I was very clear at this at the beginning, you know. Really? It's it's like this. It's like you go to class mm-hmm. and then the teacher teaches you that one plus one is two. Mm-hmm. But then you go home and then come back and then on the test you try and convince the teacher that one plus one is three. <laughs> when I teach that one plus one is two. Okay. So I made I made my stance clear uh-huh. to certain people, but because when, what girls do is they they hold on to this expectation of oh okay I can change his mind yeah that's where most girls end up getting hurt mm-hmm. because if a guy is showing you his colors from the beginning if a guy is telling you something from the beginning mm-hmm. and he's not he hasn't come to you to change his stance on this this the, the topic mm-hmm. don't think that the guy's stance has changed because you did this and that and that and that yeah. for him. Whatever he told you is what it is. Uh-huh. And so girls will play themselves and think, oh, okay, because I did this and this and this and that for him, now mm. it's something. But to, to the guy, he's already made his stance clear. Mm. And so to him, he could just think, okay, me, I told her that, hey, we're not any, it's, it's not serious, it's not anything. But to her, she's taking it as, okay, we're serious. Mm. But that's where the problem lies. Yeah. And then people tend to end up getting themselves hurt because... They were doing this and that and that for a guy that thought that they were not anything. Hmm. You know, obviously, who, who, who would, let's say I came to you, Karen, right? And I said, I'd give you a million dollars. Would you say no to it? No guy would say no to being treated good. Yeah. No guy would say no to being treated. Even though I wouldn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not advocating for it. I'm, it's like, it's not, the guys out there, it's not good to do that. If you know a girl is doing a lot for you and you're not interested, you're not planning on taking it serious, then please leave them alone. Yeah. Like, please just leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Let them live their lives. Let them go find somebody that would take them seriously. But for me, on that, when I was in college, I didn't, like, I wasn't mature enough. That you could say, I wasn't really mature enough. Because first of all, I was sheltered. And so coming to college and then having that experience and having, like, having to, like, kind of experience and, like, hold that much power, per se, mm-hmm. it was very new. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I wasn't mature enough to, to be able it. to say, hey, hey, okay, let's... I was let's stop whatever because I'm not playing on whatever. Uh-huh. And there was and there was moments where I was taking some girls seriously. There were some girls that I took seriously. Yes. Yeah. There were some girls that I took seriously, but those girls didn't end up working out. And then when we had broken, when we were broken things off, they to them we weren't broken off. Uh-huh. That's where that's where another misconception comes off. If you if let's say so so, so in that situation, the girl was the one that was constantly 
you know, like they didn't want like like they were constantly breaking up, breaking up, kept on like ending things with me, ending things with me, and so there was a point where I like I like if you keep on like especially with a guy like this, if you keep on like telling them that I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want this, it will get to a point. The guy, there's only so much that the guy could tolerate, and it will get to a point where he, you're done. Okay, bet that's it. And no matter what you do, it'll be done. Mm. So, so, so they kept on pushing like they're done, they're done, they're done. And then it got to a point where I was really done. I said, you know what, fine. I said, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't done, clearly. And obviously, if you bring him, like if, 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 like I said, if you bring me a million dollars, I'm not going to say no to it, you know? Yeah. So it's like there's things happening. And to me, we're done. But to them, they're not done. Okay. And that's where, you know, that's what I see the bad guy I was referring to, like, goes in. And it's like, I could have easily just said, okay, no, let's, you know, I'm not willing to, I'm not planning to take this thing any further. So let's, let's seize it right there. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But I did it. But you enjoyed the benefits. I did enjoy the benefits. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I did enjoy the benefits. Like, because like I said, who say no to a million dollars, you know? <laughs> Is that how you view... Um, is that how what? Is that how being treated right feels like? It feels like a million dollars? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It feels it feels good to be treated good, you know. Yeah. It feels good to be treated good. Because, you know, I know people, and me myself, have experienced things, like, you know, not being treated good. And you know how, like, that that takes a toll on you. Mm-hmm. So if you meet somebody that's treating you good, it feels good to be treated good. But sometimes too, you the me the you the person, especially for me, I wasn't in the right state of mind to be in anything serious. Yeah. Because one, if if I got in a relationship at that point in my life when I was whatever, that would mean for me to stop the partying mm-hmm. and then to actually take one person seriously. Ah, you didn't want to do that. I wasn't willing to risk, you know, because like I said, I was very sheltered. I wasn't willing to just give up my party thing True. for, you know. Because that's yeah. kind of like your freedom, too. Yeah. I think that's yeah, what that's boys freedom. view freedom as, like, not holding one girl down. Yes. And especially in college, a freshman, who wants to be, you know, I mean, I mean, that was, that was my sophomore year when I started mm-hmm. being, doing, doing the girls thing. But, like, who wants to, like, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be tied down my sophomore year, you know? Yeah. I had a whole life ahead of me that I wanted to just live out and and whatnot. But, um, what else? So, yeah, played girls. People, you know, um... So, essentially... Was, there was a point in my time where... Yeah, continue. Oh, you go. Or, okay, I'll say... So, essentially, like, mm-hmm. just to clarify, I don't know if, if people are, like, confused or whatever, but, so, essentially... You were partying a lot. You were the cool, mysterious guy on campus. And, you know, a lot of girls thought you were cute. So they started to like you. You would talk to them, you know, hang out with them, do stuff. (laughs) Why do I feel like a 12-year-old saying that? Yeah, do, you know, get intimate. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's make the statement clear. Okay. Absolutely, um, hundred percent truthful. I didn't. I if we're talking about sex, mm-hmm. I didn't do that with all of them. No, I okay, wasn't that okay. nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just that it was just you know obviously the company, the other thing, the other. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I don't. I didn't. I didn't mean sex per se. I just meant like okay. intimacy. You know. 
making yes, making people feel like they're close to you. Mm. Spending okay, time, giving them your time, talking to them. Yeah, 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 like maybe going out to eat, all of these things. Yeah, on the dime though. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Oh yeah, definitely. You I made them that. pay? No. But what? They would just pay? Yeah, because they that's how much they, they wanted to be with you. Wow. And when a girls when a girls when a girl sees something that she can't have, mm. she is itching to like do everything to prove that she can have like you know, she can have it. Yo, and that's why that's most guys so tend to true. when they show interest. That is when a guy so shows true. interest, the girl will play with your feelings or whatever it is. They'll not take you seriously. But if they sense, a, a, you know, they, they have they meet a guy that doesn't really show that much interest in them, and it's like it's whatever. It's it's something. There's some competitiveness in the brain that mm-hmm. will turn on to like try. You know. Yeah, it's like someone's lack of interest and like, you know, reciprocating. It, it it becomes a yeah. challenge to prove to them that you're worth their interest in reciprocation. And it shouldn't be like that. I feel so sad. Like, I've done it too. You know what I mean? Like, the more yeah. a guy was like, oh, I can't have him, the more I wanted. Why is it like that? It makes no sense. The more I wanted to prove to them or show them that I'm worth having, even yeah. though we should already know that. Yeah. It's, it's psychological. It messes, it messes you up. Mentally, yeah. if you see something that you feel like you can't have, even as even as even as to, to babies, if you tell a baby don't touch this, right, they will take. That's when they'll be even inclined to take it more. That's true. It's just something that is in us that makes us want the things that we're not supposed to get. I mm. think it's Eve. You can blame Eve because <laughs> uh, they, they said don't touch fruit, and the, and then she went to go touch it, and so since then Honestly. that thing has been instilled inside of us. <laughs> For real. So there was a point in time I heard that you were talking to like seven girls at once. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking, man. Okay, well, seven girls thought you were was, talking to I them. Was communicating. <laughs> you Use were the right word. you were responding to their messages. I was responding to yes, but they fine. looked at it as if you were talking to them. Not all of them, per okay. se. All right. And it wasn't so. It wasn't always seven, you know. It started out as one, <laughs> and, it was two, and it was three. And I'll explain that quite. In a few, okay. At least for like at least four of them. Mm-hmm. So there was a girl. Let's just say girl one. Mm-hmm. Girl one. I meet girl one. I didn't have no intention of doing anything with girl one or starting anything with girl one. Mm-hmm. I just I was just doing a friend a favor. So mm-hmm. let's just say get girl one out of something, mm-hmm. right? And so. I meet girl one, we have a good conversation, and then girl one starts to like me because she thinks I'm cute or whatever it is. Okay. And girl one thinks that, uh, like, as the weeks go by, the girl one thinks that me and girl two have something going on. Mm-hmm. Mind you, girl two, I didn't even talk to girl two at the time, but I guess girl two would always talk about me mm. to girl one or mention my name to girl one. So girl one thought, oh, girl two and I had something. But I said, no, 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 I didn't. And so... Then girl two and I started, and you know, communicating because I don't know what it is. It was just something about I don't know what it, I think it was just the devil that was just making all these things work. <laughs> so I meet girl two, and girl two, I um um girl girl two and girl three are friends. Okay, mind you, and then I don't like girl three. Okay, so I tell girl two that she knows that I don't like girl three because girl three wanted to. Go through was basically doing what you were doing when you were telling your friend, you know. Yeah. That, 
go two, go two is telling go, go three was telling go two that hey, no, that's college. No God, no guy's gonna take you serious. Blah, blah 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 blah. And so I um I didn't like her, but she made me um what's it called? She made me become friends with this girl three. Okay. Right? And through me becoming friends with this girl three, girl two started now to think, and she started to think that girl three like. Huh. And I was telling her, no, she doesn't, the girl three doesn't like me. And then through that, me and girl three started speaking. And then <laughs> from there, you know, girl three and I were communicating. And then girl three and girl four were friends. Oh, my goodness. So it just kept going from friend and to friend yeah, to friend. I was, you see how I had nothing to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, you were very innocent. So I so girl three and her four friends and then one day I'm at a party and girl three just texts me out of nowhere saying girl four wants to dance with me so bad so let me just dance just dance with her and get it over with. What? So in my head I'm like ah so if girl three if you claim you care about me why are you telling me to dance with girl four? Right. So I said hey bet so I danced with girl four <laughs> then took, took the snipe or whatever it is then we started me and girl four started communicating. Okay. Sheesh. So, so yeah, so that's how those four, that's how that happened. Mm-hmm. It's not like I went out of my way to go pursue them. It just happened that this person mentioned this person, and then the devil make it part. Like I don't know what it is, okay. but the devil, like it's like it was. I, I feel like because they said it, a spirit took it, and then now that I know, now that I'm whatever, I feel like um, they said it, a spirit took over it, and then brought it into my mind, mm-hmm. and then brought it to that person's mind, and then made it possible, and then you know. But there were other girl four, five, six, seven, or whatever it is yeah. that were there. But they, you know, were they just were random. In, 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 they were just random. They weren't random per se, because let's just say girl zero was their first, first, first. But girl zero, we weren't anything serious. It was just she showed interest in me, I, like, and then I just I entertained her for a little bit, and um, yeah, and then I went to college. And then we talk here and there, you know, but it wasn't whatever. And then um, there was another one in a different, there was, other one, there was another one in a different school. And then there was two more in Dartmouth again mm-hmm. that was just communicating. But, you know, it was it wasn't anything that whatever. And let's, let, let it be clear that <laughs> I didn't speak to these people all at the same time. Okay. Let's get that misconception out of the way. Okay. It wasn't at the same time. It was just one after the other. So, like, this one will start, this one will end, this one will start, this one will end. Uh. So maybe the ones that were at the same time possibly were girl two, no, girl three and girl four. Okay. And then, let's make it clear, I told them the truth. Yeah. I told them the truth, but they thought I was a jokester. They would just (laughs) laugh when I told them. Really? What was the truth? What was the truth and how did you say it? I would tell them that, hey, do you know that me and girl four are doing something? Uh. Hey, do you know me and girl three are whatever? And then they'll just laugh because they just think I'm just a funny guy. You, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> you were just a fun guy. They just thought I was just a funny guy who just made jokes. But they knew. The, and the thing is, I they both knew because um, there'll be a point where girl three and girl four, they'll wanna, like, when I was with them, they'll tell me, oh, do you know that this girl's trying to get me jealous? So she was saying that she was mentioning this and this and this and this and this, that she was like, oh, I was with Jerome doing this, this, this. And then the girl four is also, also do the same. So it's like I said, mm, they'll in a competition. It was like a competition, yeah. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Dang. 
and then the girl zero it got to a point where i'd post the girl zero and then they all see everybody will see that i'm posting girl zero but nobody that didn't stop anybody wow so at that point you know it was like it just enabled me even more you know because mm. like, you're like oh they don't care so i can just keep talking yeah to them. it just enabled me more so i just kept on and i just you know it kept me going hmm. it kept me going it made me it messed me up like it would basically put me on like a some type of like power trip now that mm-hmm, i think about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. You know, because who do I think I was to talk to seven people? You know, like who do you think you are? Yeah. But, but yeah, any that was that was that for the girl, the the seven, <laughs> seven wonders of the world story. Or <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah, that it was really seven wonders for real. Yeah. That's funny. So I guess what would you say your vices were during that time? Just girl vices. Like what kept what kept leading you to like I guess sin? Or like what what was holding you on to the other side? Was um, it just girls and money or what? It was it was honestly um I'll say girls and alcohol. Okay. If if I think about it, yeah, it's girls and alcohol because that was something that I couldn't live without. Mm. If the, the part- if there's a party or if I wanted to go talk to a girl because like I said I'm a very introverted person mm-hmm. I feel like the first time I took alcohol because it gave me that confidence boost I feel like I began to rely on it mm. so I started taking alcohol every time there's a party because if I'm at a party and I'm, I'm not I don't have any alcohol in my system I wouldn't dance mm. once the alcohol, alcohol comes you just like who's this guy this guy <laughs> and then all my friends from high school used to be so surprised like everybody, I believe I remember it was a point where everybody was was shocked because it's like, hey, this guy, <laughs> this guy that was like this since when? What college has changed you? Yeah. So even a point where they they even told my history teacher in high school, they even showed her me whatever dancing doing our parties, and then she did. She wasn't even upset. She was like, oh, look at him having fun. <laughs> I was so to myself in high school. I was so introverted, right? So when she saw that I was like out there, you know, like putting myself out there she was happy for me huh wow they but even yeah. showed your teacher that's funny yeah they even, they even showed my teacher <laughs> so and what was the nickname that they gave you <laughs> um please <laughs> <laughs> well, nicknames, please it's okay no nicknames no okay we had no nicknames oh no 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 Okay, if you won't say it, then I won't say it. They used to call me um, Dracula. Dracula? Yeah. Dracula. What is that? Like a dragon? No, like a, a, a drone, but vamp- like you know how they have. Um, you don't know Dracula? I don't know who Dracula is. Wait, let me look him up. Dracula's like a vampire. Because oh. um, that name started because I went to Amherst, your school. Okay. Party, and I was a vampire for that Halloween ah. party, and so they were just calling me Durag because I had a, always had a Durag on. Uh-huh, then... So Dracula, yeah. Ah, uh, Dracula. Yeah. Durag, gentle Dracula. swag. Oh please, no, that one's my. <laughs> this girl just got my handles. <laughs> gentle please. swag was my favorite. No, that one was. I was middle school when I made that Snapchat. Please, that's so funny. Uh, and then the Lucifer, that was one that some people called me. Why? Why? 
What was that name for? Because they claimed I like I was the devil because I was hurting girls. That's oh right. my goodness. Was it that serious? <laughs> um, ask me again. <laughs> Them was serious. And let me not let me not downplay your feelings. It was yeah, it was yeah. I they mean, had somebody and the person ended up playing them. Well, they knew the person was playing them, but they. You know, <laughs> okay, they, listen. You know, See, that's this is like when you want to apologize, but you don't want to fully apologize. <laughs> You're like, well, they knew I was hurting them. You still oh, no, did no, I though. Even, I apologized to them after I came to Christ. I I made sure I um individually apologized to every single one. Oh, that's good. But, yeah, that's something God put on my heart. I can't. Yeah. Okay. So, now that we know about that, mm. let's talk about when you did come to Christ. So, mm. honestly, would this would you say it was like with your brother's help? I would say um, my brother was a very big factor. Mm-hmm. My brother was a big factor. But um, since, what's it called, 30 minutes has elapsed, I think we should do this on a second follow-up episode <laughs> about how he, you came how to I Christ. Oh, wow. You're smart. Uh, First of all, it's been 42 minutes right now. Mm. You want to do a part two? <laughs> yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ooh. Part two on how I met Christ. Seriously? How long could be a shorter episode? Okay. Why do you want to do that? I feel, I feel like we've reeled them in enough. Uh, this is the point of the climax <laughs> TV show. Okay. You should be my manager. Um, I'm being, I have so many business-minded. Yeah, you are. All right. So do you want to end here and then we can record that another time? Or do you want to keep recording? I'm going to end with an advice to All right. girls. Okay. I want to end with an advice to girls. If you're you have a boy or you have a guy, that guy in your life, mm-hmm. and the person is showing you that they don't want to further things with you, please don't make up a happy ending in your head. Mm. Do not do not make a happy ending when the you, you know when the person's not even showing you that there's gonna be an ending. Mm, yo, yeah, don't yo, don't that's. Don't fill in the gaps for for for, for the person hmm. because by doing that, the only person that's gonna end up hurt is you. Mm-hmm. If a guy is showing you red flags. Don't skip the red flags and turn the red flag into a white flag. <laughs> Not white, it's red. It's red. Red means danger. Mm-hmm. So if you meet a guy and he shows you some some characteristics or he shows you some you know f boy or like a, a guy that's not gonna take you serious kind of vibe don't do not further it please mm-hmm. your peace your peace right is better than you satisfying someone's son mm. let, let your mom satisfy them <laughs> you are not obligated to look after someone's son wow you're not obligated to be you know to 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 
build because most girls most most guys tend to have to use this excuses or oh, why can't you help me build or join me so we can build together mm-hmm. or, or you know say like they want you to teach them how to love you mm-hmm. listen god has already made the person that will love you yes. there that you just haven't found them yet so you're not you're not you're not a school teacher first of all you don't have a degree in teaching <laughs> learn how to love you how many how many people's sons are you going to teach to love you wow think about it and let that simmer how many how many people's sons are you going to teach how to love you facts what you're doing is you're doing somebody else's job for them you're teaching them how to love the person that they're going to be with right so if the person is not showing you any signs of seriousness don't complete the story please mm. if the building is incomplete do not go put a roof over it mhm because when the <laughs> the house will break down whoa that was fire okay i forgot you are the king of analogies oh god <laughs> no that is so true and it's like i mean cuz you hear it from girls all the time but it's really good to hear from a boy saying it you know what i mean because yeah. like from the other side like you said you didn't give these girls any hopes or anything you told them what it was but we just take it as an invitation to change the narrative you know i can yeah. make him like me if i spend more time with him or yes. if i let him do this to me yeah <laughs> you know if i show up if i text him all the time or i let him you know touch me like he's going to love me and that never works and my mm-hmm. favorite quote i heard recently was an interested man acts interested mm. and yep. when i heard that i was like yo it's so simple but so true because yeah. we take little crumbs of interest oh he saw my story oh he slid up oh yeah. he responded that's not interest like once you meet someone who's interested in you they're going to be they want to know more about you your mind what you think what you like what you don't like they want to spend time with you they'll plan things like you know they'll yeah. be interested in you but uh-huh. do not yeah do not take somebody's lack of interest as an invitation to show them that you're interesting <laughs> they were not interested from the jump mm. so you can't change them yeah no man no amount of chinese food to change <laughs> are you speaking from experience oh, i'm speaking from experience <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay durham thank you so much thank you for your story and your advice and we'll catch you guys next week right on the, on the second episode on the, of how on the part that, two that oh. guy the aliens finally released me yes how lucifer became an angel Okay. okay. <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't say that. Please. No, because because that's not. Angel, yeah, there. Yeah, that's not true. All right. How how the F boy turned into a J boy, Jesus boy. Yeah, that, that sounds better. <laughs> okay. That sounds... All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed. I think it's really interesting. I was while you were talking, I was thinking about like if I'm listening to a podcast and I'm like, you know cleaning my room or like doing my makeup like I do I was like this would be an interesting podcast to have in the background you know Oh is it Yeah so thank you and Jerome you have a podcast of your own Yeah <laughs> or you don't 
Yeah, you do, you do. I'm going to link it down below. He has a podcast of his own called Kingdom Citizens. I think you guys will really enjoy it and benefit from his wise counsel. <laughs> and we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>